You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. I'm at the Super Bowl this week. Can you believe that? I am down on South Beach. I have my own little spot at Radio Row and... I am here to talk about Super Bowl 54. Throughout the week, I want to do a couple of, at least a couple of pods talking about some of the aspects of this game that I think are the most interesting and try to break it down as well as I can with great guests or, or good sound bites that I can find from the teams while I'm here. I want to spend some time talking about San Francisco's run game and why I love it so much. One, it's complicated. Like, I don't, I don't fully understand it, but fortunately I have a couple of experts who are going to help me out in this regard. If you look at what they did throughout the season, where they're a team that averaged almost five yards a carry throughout the season, that's amazing. What I love about them being in the Super Bowl to begin with is it shows um, it, it shows that they were willing, that Kyle Shanahan was willing to kind of dig back into the past to find a solution for one of the problems that is out there. So let me give you a, a, a quick tutorial of what I'm talking about. Every time that there's something that an offense innovates, the, the defense then has to react, and then usually the, the offense reacts to that. You know this. Like I'll give you an example. The cover two defense was primarily designed – to stop the West Coast offense. So you you have a, and when you add in a middle linebacker like Brian Erlacher for the Bears, it also allows you to take care of threats from the tight end down the middle of the field. He can cover the middle third as well as any safety could. When you've got a linebacker who's got safety skills, that type of stuff is, is invaluable. What we've seen with the passing games and kind of these air raid West Coast hybrid offenses that have been around the the NFL, there was a need for hybrid defenders, guys who are kind of like Erlacher, although finding a guy like that is almost impossible, and that's why the guy is going to the Hall of Fame. But the idea being you can't leave your big guys on the field too long because if you leave your big guys on the field too long – then they're going to get beat in the passing game. They're just it's just going to happen no matter almost no matter how good those players are. And if you go too small, then it leaves you susceptible to a run game, which I'm going to get to in a minute. The solution seemed to be that teams were going to start investing in hybrids. Guys who are a little bit bigger size-wise, but had some cover skills and you put enough of those guys out there that it's going to shut down some of the passing lanes. It's going to make passing difficult. 
And it's going to make it difficult for teams to march down the field on a 12-play drive because at some point that's going to be knocked away. The pass, the pass game is going to be disrupted by these hybrid players. I actually read a great book called Hybrid that's all about this earlier this summer, and it was is about this change. One of the coaches who coaches against some of the spread offensive looks that we see in, in the NFL, he wrote it, and it was really interesting to me. And here comes Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan, who has a great background with his father, and he's he we should probably stop we should probably start judging him on his own merit because he seems to be almost uh like a beautiful mind when it comes to offensive stuff where his ideas on the imbalance of a football field and figuring out that you want to try to give your guys as much space as possible to run which is why you don't necessarily show formations that if you're on the right hash you don't show a formation that's heavy to the left side you want to keep it so that your guys can run away from their guys and have more space to do it it's that type of stuff that makes him a very intriguing coach to watch but what I love about what the 49ers run game has done so far this year they're running the ball at a great clip Statistically, it's really fun. They they'll line up triple tight end or you know two tight ends and a fullback to run the ball. They're not afraid to take their quarterback and say you're not throwing the ball as they did in the NFC title game. Whose statistics I'll get to in a minute. They ran the ball this year in the two in the regular season, four point six yards per carry, twenty three hundred and five yards. If you look at their playoff numbers. They had 185 yards in the first game, 285 yards on the ground in the second game. That's 470 rushing yards out of a possible 662 yards. The percentage on that, 71% of their playoff yards have come on the run. It is scary good how they are, or scary how good they are. Mostert, Raheem Mostert, who was with the Bears for a little bit, never made it onto the active roster to get a carry. He had 220 yards, and the big reason that he had 220 yards was 158 of those yards came after contact. Breaking it down by play, the San Francisco offensive line was so good that they were getting three yards rushing before contact. That is amazing. You give any running back worth his salt three yards in the open field before he has to worry about anything. And you are talking about a masterful performance. That's crazy. So Anthony Heron, who's one of our experts at the score, he loves to break down film and he's really good in explaining what he's seeing. I asked him, what is it that makes this run game so special and so deadly Listen to his explanation. It's speed via physicality. Their, their offensive line still imposes their will physically on the opponent. They still look to move you backwards up front. You know, different run schemes operate different ways. The, the Denver Broncos, for feels like generations of, of football fandom now, have been operating with the zone scheme that's more lateral-based and, and have had success with it for, for decades now in doing a very similar run scheme regardless 
of the head coach, but they were one of the pioneers of, of zone blocking and zone run game in the NFL. San Francisco has a lot of zone elements to, to the way they operate, but they still do it with some brutality. And so it's not only about the lateral movements, the, the lateral nature of it, attacking the, the latitude of the defense comes more from the backfield action than it does the line itself. The line is moving. The offensive line is moving that defensive front against their will, and the linebackers associated with it are, are on skates at times. Why you have a running back who may, in some plays, attack you downhill and, and hit a vertical crease, while at the same time they'll either show some action, some, some ghost motion, some jet motion going on the back end of it, or will legitimately hand it to someone else who's going in that direction. And when you think of, of what Raheem Moster w- was, was doing, the speed he was getting on the second level of the defense, frequently enough untouched, but every once in a while after he'd press the hole, he'd bounce it outside, and just the speed that they run the ball with, you add that to an offensive line that, that is willing to attack up front and is coached to attack up front and play with physicality, then it is. A, it's, a, it's like watching modern-day Alabama at, at the collegiate level or, or Urban Meyer's Florida teams or you know modern-day Ohio State, if we want to go that route, where you get the zone element of it, but it's, the zone is more based off of the, the movement, the lateral nature of the backs, the folks carrying the ball and, and from a ball handling perspective than it is the offensive line being lateral or being finesse. And that's what, what felt like here in Chicago just has been over the last couple of years a little bit off kilter because it was a vertical charge that the offensive line would have, was having success with under the previous regime and the previous running back, Jordan Howard. And now it's, just, it's a different track that they're blocking on that, that they haven't quite figured out yet. San Francisco's got it down, man. He's right. They do have it down. The only thing that they're missing is a running quarterback. Garoppolo is not very mobile, especially vertically. Like he's not going to do what you would have like Russell Wilson do or even Mitch Trubisky. Like if I could honestly see Mitch doing okay in this 49ers offense, the threat of the throw has to be there. But if you had a quarterback that could get vertical in the run game too, that would be unreal. But they're still, they're just doing it. They're just lining it up. And they are taking advantage of what they're seeing out of defenses. And they're saying, yeah, you got these hybrid guys out there now. Well, how do they feel about a 300-pound offensive lineman that can move? That, that's the other thing that I didn't mention. When you start looking at their offensive line, those guys themselves aren't landlocked. They're, they're on the move. They are versatile. And because of it, they're able to really, really put your defense in terrible positions. And it's really fun to watch the chess match that has to go on between how do you go about defending it? Because if you do play up the run a little too much, then they're going to get you from behind because now they've got guys that can make plays in the passing game. And George Kittle is one of them. George Kittle can make it look like he's run blocking and then he can make a play down the field, and he's he's a good pass catcher, and he's really good after the the catch. Like that that that's scary. When they added Emmanuel Sanders to to this team, look at what he's done. It gives them an opportunity to have big play threats for their their offense outside of the run game, which makes them difficult to deal with. The defensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs, Steve Spagnuolo, talked a little bit about this 
during his time getting getting prepared, the Super Bowl pre-week, he talked about how good the run game is for San Francisco and what goes into trying to stop them. He's got a bunch of guys they can put back there and hand the ball off to. I mean, last week we were really concentrated on one number, 22. Um, I think Kyle does a really good job of changing. Like he, It appears to us uh, that he'll look at the defense he's playing and attack with, with those particular runs. It's, it may not be what we saw, what they ran against Green Bay last week uh, or Minnesota the week before. I think he's really good at that. So we'll have to figure that out early and try to find a way to control it. Yeah, it's a, you know, the system has always been, you know, his dad and the Alex Gibb, the whole, uh, when I was with Gary Kubiak in Baltimore, it was very similar. Uh, and what they're really good at is, is getting you to, to run east-west and then cutting it back. And they have speed guys that can do that. Um, you know, one of the things we tried to do last week was try to get there before the running back got started. These guys, uh, that's a challenge. Um, they're really good at it. Uh, we'll have to come up with a couple of things to slow it down. But more than anything, cutback to me is huge. We talk about tracking the hip when the run goes away from you. And that's something that we've got to put in the forefront of our thinking when they run the football. There's a lot of talk about that running game, but at the same time, they've got George Kittle, Sanders. What, what kind of challenge does it present to y'all also that you have to be aware of those other weapons. Yeah, I mean, you don't get to this point, you know, the, the final game without having a lot of weapons. It's not just one thing. Um, we can't be blind to the fact that we're going to put all our money, all our eggs in one basket and try to stop the run because what you said, what they have skill out there. I mean, and that's what, that's what probably has led them to scoring all the points that they've had. It makes the run game better. Um, we're going to have to pick our spots when we want to take a certain guy away. And more than anything, I think we've got to play our defense the way we know how to play it and be as concerned about what we do as what they do. The Chiefs' run defense has been something that they've had to worry about all season long, and, and Spagnolo has been trying all sorts of stuff to make it better. They give up yards on the ground. I suspect they're going to give up yards on the ground. And one of the things that they are worried about, Anthony Hitchens, their linebacker, was really worried about how San Francisco can squeeze the life out of a game because they have a run game that they can fall back on. The The Chiefs have been much better against the pass than people might expect, but that run defense is going to be problematic, and I think it's something that Kyle Shanahan is going to try to exploit. Hope you enjoyed that breakdown. I enjoyed talking about it. That is sexy football. Talk to you next time.